Do we just need to pick like an actual jingle and just do it properly? I was thinking, I think, I think I probably, if you play that back, had about five different theme songs in my head. I started with one thing, then segued into our theme music. Oh, amazing. Okay. But it was probably a mashup of all John Williams stuff thrown in there. That's good. If anybody can identify all five theme tunes that Paul was randomly improvising through, you win absolutely nothing. Showgirls was in there, obviously. That's the well known. That's the bow, The well known theme to Showgirls. You're all very welcome to this latest bonus feature of the Bigger Ruski. My name is Owen Hardy. There's Paul Murr. Hiya. We're still. I think Rory's died. He's just. He's not around. No, he cut him out. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's that's what it is. He was actually here. We've just removed all. Mentions of him. So, like, when he shows up the next time, it's going to be really awkward conversation. It actually will. More awkward than usual. Um, so, there's a brand new Disney animated film uh, in cinemas at the moment. It is, of course, the sequel to Wreck It Ralph, which was a brilliant film from a few years back. And it's Ralph Breaks the Internet. Ooh. And Paul, you had a chance the stars and director and producer were all in town. They were. They actually uh, rolled into Ireland and brought the really bad weather with them as well. So, thanks, thanks very guys. much for that, guys. Uh, John C. Riley is one of the most interesting people you'll ever be in a room with. Uh, not bragging, but you've been with him as well, Owen. And yeah, for King Kong, yeah. he was he was lovely. And yeah. you got a pretty good exclusive out of him, and genuinely hand on heart, because he's a funny guy, like, I mean, Step Brothers and Talladega Nights, he's a gas guy. But you, it was like, hand on heart, I am applying to be an Irish citizen. Yeah, I couldn't believe And you couldn't it. believe him. Like, yeah, it's because he spent so much time, obviously his name, John C. Riley, is very Irish, and he spent so much time in the country with Will Ferrell as well, the two of them come on secret <laughs> visits. But, uh, so yeah, like, off the cuff question, like, oh, well, are you... You know, why don't you mm. just move here? He's like, well, I'm actually applying to be an Irish citizen. So that was about the start of 2017 or so. So I first question was like, how is the application process yeah. gone? Because uh, and off the bat, he said, I'm now an Irish citizen. He was at the U.S. Embassy for an event the night before. And they said, like, he said, I will get citizenship if I go around and play pubs, gigs, and singing, <laughs> yeah, singing songs. Like, that is like the ultimate John C. Riley thing. But of course, he had the extremely talented and... Uh, uh, brilliant Sarah Silverman next to him as well so they were really really in good form chatting about the film uh, which is excellent I have to say very meta all the pop culture gags if you like from the first one are back um, but they talked about uh, loads of stuff and uh, I put the Step Brothers question to him because I yeah. mean I genuinely yeah. would be sacked if I didn't ask <laughs> yeah. him about Step Brothers yeah. being that uh, we're massive fans of it here in uh, the Joe desk and yeah just in absolutely brilliant form and aside from that we also got the directors, um, Rich Moore, who did Zootopia, and, if you and saw. He, and Zootopia, really enjoyed it. Is any relation to you, Rich Moore? Uh, yeah, he's my richer <laughs> right, uncle okay. who just ignored me for all those years. So yeah. thanks for bringing up it's the family history. But um, aside from directing uh, Wreck-It Ralph, the first one and the second one, uh, Simpsons fans, he's a genuine god because this man directed... Cape Fear, that's the one, the HMS Pinafore score. With the rakes. Yeah. He did uh, Marge First the Monorail, which is like one of the greatest yeah. episodes of all mm-hmm. time. The first three out of horror. He did so many great episodes of Simpsons. So aside from talking about Wreck-It Ralph and uh, we discussed Stan Lee, had a lovely little cameo in the film, which you'll see, not to give too much spoiler away. Uh, we talked about that, uh, the little nods to Star Wars and Marvel throughout the film. And yeah, his work on a truly brilliant episode of The Simpsons. So who's he paired with? It's Rich Murray. It's uh, Phil Johnson, who wrote Cedar Rapids. Did you see that film with John C. Riley right. before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he has a he he worked uh, on a few different features as well with Disney. Really, really nice guys. Uh, great pair and uh, great pair of guests to get. And uh, with Sarah Silverman, John C. Riley. Yeah. And did you say, uh, was there a question about um, Disney princesses as well? Oh yeah, there's a, a scene that's in the trailer when they kind of had this 
Vanellope, who's Sarah Silverman's character, wanders into this room and basically just breaks down just the mentality of and how mental it is being a Disney princess. If you see the film, um, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I think it's going to be one of those gags that like you'll remember from a Disney film for years and years. But uh, yeah, Ralph Breaks the Internet is in cinemas now. And here's how I got on when I met the cast and the crew. I'm going to start at the very end. Which one is was the twisted genius that insisted on getting that pancake kitty gig gag right at the very end? <laughs> uh, we were we were both in love with that scene, and when we cut it from the movie, the trailer had already come out, or the trailer came out, and then we cut that scene from the movie, and we're like, oh no, people really like this scene. It's really funny, and it's They're already making toys. <laughs> They're making so toys of the characters. We should probably figure out some way to get it back in there. Way so. to send kids out of the cinema with a little bit of trauma. With, yeah, a, with, a, with a lot exactly. of hacks as well. The movie didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Just yeah. one last attempt. We'll take it back to the start. The idea when I heard it, it, it's so genius. It was like one of those eureka moments. Like, this is such a logical progression for the character of Ralph. It's, it's fantastic. But because the, the internet is so big, yeah. was there anything that you kind of didn't even get to touch on or maybe cut out from the, the overall film? Well, we, we, when we approached like where we were going to go in the internet, we kept it very general in the beginning. We said, okay, there's got to be some social media, there has to be some online gaming, some shopping, uh, just all the things that we, that we know, you know that exist in the internet. There was for a moment, a storyline that involved like an antiviral agent Mm -hmm. um, that had much more to do with the story um, at that time. But as things kind of evolve, you know, into the story that you see now, that storyline didn't really make much sense. So it hit the floor, (laughs) as they say. And of course it is the internet, so it could be anything. So our story is a simple story of a friendship between Ralph and Vanellope. And, you know, if other people want to use our sets and make their own internet movie, <laughs> there's lots of other yeah, stuff out there. <laughs> well, what's left in is gold, lads. I can genuinely tell Thank you that you. hand on heart. Um, it's such a visual treat, and there's so much going on. I mean, like, between the gags and the animation, it, it's top-notch stuff. Should there, is there any little Easter eggs you can kind of, like, maybe keep an eye out for this? Because I'm sure there's stuff that flew over my head that you maybe just shoehorned in there, a little cheeky oh, little nod. we were talking about last night. We were just remembering one that I'd completely forgotten. Um, Was it the videos? That oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we usually think of all the, all the Disney references and the Oh My Disney section, but BuzzTube is filled with all these videos that were made just to kind of play in the background. There's some really funny ones of, of like people getting hurt. But that's the stuff kids love laughing at. I mean, yeah. that's, that's not yeah. good. Yeah. Even if I you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adults too. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on also, uh, not to give too much of a spoiler, um, but Stan Lee's cameo. It, it's, mm. it's such a joyous moment because it's in this place with so many famous pop culture icons yeah. and figures and people that kind of shaped people's childhoods and such yeah. happy memories. Looking back at it now, obviously, with the tragic events, does that scene have a particular more poignance and gravitas to you oh, too, as absolutely filmmakers? Absolutely more poignant. Um, he, he was a big part of, I think, every storyteller's life today. You know, I know personally, I loved the characters he created, just the common people imbued with with these extraordinary powers and how they would use them and his characters always felt very human Mm -hmm. to me 
They always had flaws. They made mistakes. Um, I would say he, he shaped so much of, of what we see in film, books, mm-hmm. comics, uh, shows. Um, and and to, to have him in the film, um, especially now, it, it is very poignant. Yeah. And even the, the spirit of the film is like character growth with action, very yeah. much the hallmarks of his sort of creations. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, any awkward conversations like to Kathleen Kennedy and Kevin Feige since I've seen the film and the Pixar guys take, making fun of Star Wars, Marvel, all these guys? What's that Christmas party going to be like? We weren't invited. <laughs> quiet. Um, I'm just going to look at my plate and eat. No, I mean, we, we went to all of the those people and said, look, we're doing this scene that takes place in a Disney fan site and everything Disney is under that roof. So um, we are going to poke a little bit of fun, but it's, I kind of talk about it as if it's, it's making fun of your family or your best friend. Yeah. Like, we can do it. You can not make fun of my dad, but I can make fun of my dad kind of thing. <laughs> and they were totally, everyone is, as far as I know, thrilled with the scene. I remember the first time we showed them the, the Merida clip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there was an audible, oh, like in the theater when we were watching that princess scene and the Merida joke about her being from the other studio came up. <laughs> but but it was it was taken in good humor. I have to say, one final question, aside from the work on Wreck-It Ralph, you're genuinely a god for directing the Monorail episodes. And oh, it's genuinely, you're, that's you. bigger than the Oscar for me. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Which is, Thank I don't want I don't to make you feel old. 25 years old this year. Is there any really... Wait, that episode's 25, 25 years yeah. old? Oh, my God. You're, well, like, your godlike status it, for that episode on every episode of The Simpsons you've done. It feels like I've worked on it <laughs> yesterday. It's Was there so any funny behind-the-scenes stuff? Because that's just an iconic piece um, of uh, work. That was one where it was one of the very first kind of big action episodes, you know, that The, the Simpsons had made. Um, and I approached it. A, a lot in the same way that we do sometimes with like even the car chase in in um, in a slaughter race in this movie Ralph breaks the internet that it it wasn't just storyboarded sequentially it was I, I planned out just a bunch of scenes that could be edited more in a live action uh, kind of way which is different for animation. Um, and at the time, the studio that I was working for hated that. They wanted to know exactly, you know, this scene's going to cut to this one, to this one, to this one. Um, they did not appreciate that, but the proof is in the pudding, I say. You know? Well, guys, I'd say that's brilliant work. wreck Ralph, the two films are fantastic, and you deserve every bit of success. Off camera, we said we're going to make you our citizens. I mean, let's get the ball rolling. Yeah, let's oh, get to yeah. it. Please, please. <laughs> I'm, my family I'm, is... One, I'm like 90% Irish. We'll make it 100, we'll make it 100 off the trip. There's a castle here that belongs to me somewhere. You know, I'd like to claim I'll it. I'll do anything. John, welcome home. I can say that, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> welcome home, because I'm going to be a citizen now. Ireland has just declared that they're going to make me a dual citizen. Really? Was yeah. that last night? I was at the embassy last night. I made a pitch, and they said, all right, it's underway. Because that was the first question. The last time, Sarah, I don't know, John talked to a colleague of mine, and you genuinely said you were applying for citizenship. Yeah, Is I made a big promise last night. I said, if the Irish government will grant me dual citizenship, I will play for a term of one year. I will play a concert in any pub that requests it <laughs> for one year. So, your move, Bernie Higgins. And did you Bernie put Higgins, a good so. word in for Because we have a genuine princess here next to you. Did you put a good word in for Miss Silverman as well? I'd like to be an Irish citizen. You would? You just got here for your first visit. I you know, sure? But I, I know that I love it. Okay. I saw The Quiet Man. 
speak. And you can marry me, and then I'll pull you in that way. Yeah, and my mom always sang me Irish songs to go to sleep. She speak. sang "Que Sera Sera." <laughs> Is that Irish? French. Oh, she's saying, "Oh, Danny boy." That is very. The pipes, nice. the pipes are calling. You are with an expert on trad because you have seen Mr. Riley's version of the Wild Rover, I presume. Speaking of Robert, Ralph goes viral. This man here. I have. Like an like Fergie and Jesus, genuinely that voice. Well, thank you very much. Have you learned any new ones for the trip? Oh, I've got a whole storehouse of them in there somewhere. I just have to shake them loose. <laughs> Speaking of great songs, is Jug a Punch overdone here? Uh, you can never have too much of that, to be honest. No, you can. Well, you can't have too much punch. You can. <laughs> I've seen it. My stepfather, rest his soul, an Irishman. Really? Well, he's from Scranton, Pennsylvania, but he's Irish. His name's John O'Hara. We'll take him. And he used to sing to my mom a song called Kathleen, and it was her favorite, and it was oh. so beautiful. Does oh. that is that a famous song here? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm uh, I can't say I know it myself, but uh, I'll get acquainted. Kathleen, something like that. I don't know. I don't know that one. I'll learn it for you, though. You will? Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. You do have a beautiful set of pipes on you because a place called Slaughter Place, I think it's going to be the new Let It Go. Are you prepared for that <gasps> level of fame? Oh. I am prepared. <laughs> uh, while we were recording, I was like, when I sing this at the Oscars, I think we should pre-record this note because it's a little too high. But blah 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 blah, and they're like, "Don't get ahead of yourself." And I'm like, "Oh yeah," but still. But John, you've experienced thing at the Oscars. You can give her tips to the comedian at the Oscars and stuff. I have performed there. Yes, I got to tell you, it's a real white knuckler. It's a real ass clencher. What did you sing, Mr. Cellophane? No, I sang this song about being a comedian at the Oscars with Jack Black and and Will Ferrell. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, sure it was pretty fun. But it was also like, there are one billion people watching. Go! You know, like... <laughs> you nailed it. like it. the biggest audience I think like, of. Like I'll everything ever in your career, Mr. Riley, nailed. Perfect. Pitch note. Thank you like, very like, much. Thank I you. have to say, guys, you record this. Who's the first one that breaks on scenes? Who laughs quickest when you're doing it in the booth? We're both pretty gangster about it. <laughs> well, yeah. We did not ruin takes. We laugh after. Right? I, you know what? I, people always ask that question because we do comedies, and I am joyful and I love it, but I'm not someone, I don't really break. I don't think I even mentioned how much I love this film to begin with, which is also a good sign of a great interview. <laughs> I have to say, the Stan Lee cameo really just hit me there when I saw it. It was like, but it's such a, not to give too much away, it's in such a lovely place, surrounded by all these pop culture icons that people love and gave them so many cherished memories. Looking back at it now, does it have a bit more poignancy when you look at it here and you're thinking like, and obviously, he would have wrote Guardians of the Galaxy, which you're in as well, and he had a small little cameo on that too. Does it add a bit of extra weight to it now when you think about it in hindsight? Yeah, you know, it did give me a little bit of... I mean, I don't know Stan Lee. I, I didn't know him, and I can't say I'm the hugest comic book fan, but I know he was a beloved figure for a lot of people. And one little sad thing that I heard was that he wasn't alive to see his Wreck-It Ralph cameo. Oh. That he actually didn't get to see it. So that made me a little it. sad. He'll see it up in, up in heaven. But we get to stuff. see it. But he gives people so many happy memories. Yeah. I know you're never going to get tired of talking this, but the princess scene, I nearly peed myself laughing. It was that good. <laughs> it was such a clever breakdown and such a meta way of addressing this, just the, the princess politics, let's put it like that. Was that as much fun to record as it was? Because it seemed like such a genius piece of writing. It was a blast to record, sure, yeah, but to see it, mm. uh, you know, and, and just to know that Disney was game to do it. And, um, oh, I just had, like, a little I Irish lilt to, <laughs> to do it. Yeah, do it. Um, and, 
Yeah, it was just so cool to just uh, that they were game to have all their princesses out there, and and then for my character to be able to show these these uh, princesses with these tight, uh, teeny tiny waists and corsets and stuff. I know they're not real, but um, to get them to wear comfortable clothes was. Uh, <laughs> For me, uh, I was very proud to be a part of it. I love the fact that the the brave princess, she's Scottish, Celtic, kind of close to us. No one understands a bleeding word she says. Hell Hopefully, you guys can understand me. I think, like John, you're I'm you're both Irish. Kelly, I just had a movie with oh. her. She plays the princess. Yeah. Uh, so I do. The secret to understanding Scottish people is close your eyes, and don't try to listen to words. <laughs> try to listen to concepts. Like, what did that whole thing mean? That's how you have to think. <laughs> I have to ask, because uh, I'll probably lose my job if I don't ask it genuinely. I'll be sacked if I don't ask you the question. Good morning, America. The stepbrothers thing. You said if Will is on board and Adam's on board, you'd be 100% behind it. Uh, and I know there was an idea. Was it Dale and Brennan in an old folks' home or something like that? What's genuinely the status on it? Would you? Is that pretty much the same? You'd love to do it if, it, if all the guys are on board? No comment. Next question. <laughs> next question. When are you going to get Sarah into the next Step Brothers film? That's what you have to do. No Step comment. Sister. Next question. John, come on. You've got to give me some. I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I'm sure you're talented in other ways. Oh, you're doing this to a fellow Irishman. Also, I saw you tweeting that Ireland's for the yes vote. So I know you're obviously with the show and so very politically in tune, but it meant genuinely a lot. And you said even Princess Penelope is the first Jewish princess. It does I did. I threw that out there, and uh, Disney didn't say anything about it, so it's canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think we will have our first LGBTQ princess, you imagine, somewhere down the line? Oh, I would. I, that would be wonderful, yeah. Um, I hope so. And I'm, I'm so happy about marriage equality here, but um, I heard that they uh, um, can't, adopt, can't have children. Oh. But but that will happen eventually. I love that you have a prime minister that's gay. Well, now that you've got citizenship, I mean, guys, you can you can make these changes. And John, you yeah. can you can advise Sarah where to live next, because the next thing for you now will be picking out where your home's going to be now that you're a qualified. Hopefully, citizen. yeah, hopefully. My game, it's predictable. You know every shortcut. You ever wonder if there's more to life than this? Hey, what's getting plugged in? Whiffy. Or is it wifey? It is new, it is different, and therefore we should fear it. I'm freaking out hard. Let's go! Holy cow! We're in the internet! Isn't that an astute observation? Get rid of belly fat using this one weird trick. Ooh. Housewives want to meet you! They do. Guess we know where to go if we ever need a pair of goggles. There's a whole building full of them. Redirecting to eBay. You got 275. Three. I got three. Can I get a 305? 315. 320. 325. Oh, man. This guy's good. Check this out. 27 and 1. Sold. Yeah. I'll just need a credit card number. Sorry, what's a credit card number? You owe 27,001. Dollars like money? <laughs> Cool. A racing game? Showtime. Isn't this that was unsettling. Whole place is crazy. We gotta get home. You're coming with us, kid. This is what the internet was invented for. 
Here we go. Out of my way, kid. Thank you. Pancake! 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 Eat, little buddy! Eat! 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 Uh, Ralph, you might want to try feeding the kitty for a little while. Bunny gets the pancake! They all sound like the most lovely people in the world. They like I said, like the director and the producer as well are just so friendly. They really are, and they all sound like they could be your potential neighbours in a few months' time. Oh, well, yeah, if they actually move here. Yeah. But John C. Riley, like, it would be a toss-up then, you know, if uh, all those arguments of, like, who's the greatest Irish actor of all time? I know we talked about it before. I'm a huge Donald Gleeson fan. Uh, other ones, who did you go for again? Uh, did I go for um, Richard Harris? I think Richard, we had that, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone's just going to go for John C. Riley now. Yeah, if he, he becomes Irish, we're like, we're having him. Dude was in Magnolia, and he's Dewey Cox as well, so, like, you know, you can't and complain. He's got, uh, as and well he, as the new Ralph film, Sisters Brothers is going to be coming out as well. And he's got uh, Stan and Ollie coming out. Of really course, yeah. And he's got uh, Holmes and Watson with uh, with his fellow Irishman, Will Ferrell. <laughs> with fellow Irishman and uh, and friend of the show, yes. Will Ferrell. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking, like, yeah. does Will Ferrell um, know that? Where's Roy? Still can't find Roy. We're, maybe, right, he's off, maybe he's off stock at Will Ferrell or something. Probably. Right, we're going to look for Roy. We'll see you next time. Yeah.